Blog Talk Radio. Right now, um, intentions, you're online. 
You want to say what up, y'all? What up, y'all? What up? What up? We got Venetia in the house. You want to talk to the people? Say hi. Hey, hey, hey. Good evening, y'all. Good evening. Okay, our first topic, topic, we're going to be talking about religion this evening, and we have a special guest. First of all, we're going to define what religion is, and I want to hear what you two think about religion. And then we're going to have Minister Kelly Hale from the St. Louis Baptist Church in Harlem. He's speaking for some opinion. He's on the air, too. I'm going to bring him up right after we talk about religion. So, how do you feel about religion, Xavier? First of all, intentions. Um, religion, uh, I just, it's not even necessarily just religion. It's the people behind religion. Because, first of all, my main thing is practice what you preach. You can't preach it if you don't practice it. So I feel like religion is just a bunch of bogus. I believe in God, but the religion we got around it is just a bunch of bogus. Benicia, how do you feel? Uh, I totally agree with intention. Um, religion is crap. Me, I, for me, in my perspective, I'm very like like he said, I'm spiritual. Um, I believe in God. There is a higher power. But as far as, like, the Bible and all these mystical, supposedly, you know, religious things, I don't believe in it. That's just not me. I don't know. I think it's because it's been shoved down my throat, like, most of my life. So I kind of just stepped back from it and was just like, "Mm -mm, it's not for me. Okay, well, I'm going to give you the definition of religion that I looked up in Encyclopedia. Religion is human beings' relationship to which they regard as holy, absolute spiritual, divine, or worthy of a special reference. It is also commonly regarded as consisting of the way people deal with the ultimate concern about their lives and their fate and death. In many traditions, this relationship or and the, excuse me and these concerns are expressed in terms of one's relationship with or attitude towards God or spirits in more humanistic or naturalistic form of religion. They are expressed in terms of one's relationship with or attitude toward the broader human community or the natural world. In many religions, texts are deemed to have spiritual, excuse me, scriptural, scriptural status and people are it seemed to be invested with the spiritual or moral authority. Believers and worshipers participate and are often enjoined to perform devotional practices such as prayer, meditation, particularly rituals, worship, more conduct, right belief, and participation in religion. Institutions are among the constitutional elements of religious life. Okay. Religion with me. I do believe in God. I was baptized. Grew up in a Baptist family. My both of my parents are from the South and they believe in God. I believe in God, yes. I just have a problem with the attitudes of Christians. I say Christianity because I'm a Baptist Christian and the politics of the church, which gives people a bad taste in their mouth. Um, has it happened to me? Yes. 
but again, the church is peace. That's a, a community. It's not what God is supposed to um, represent. So you're going to get people that misinterpret or interpret the word in their own way. Right now, I'm going to bring up Minister Kelly, and he's going to give you your, his authority on religion. So I'm going to bring him up now. Hello? Minister Kelly, you are on. Could Welcome you? to the platform. Thank you. Thank you. Um, before we get into the to the discussion, I want us to pray. That's the first thing I want us to do. Very short. Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you uh, for this opportunity, Lord. We thank you for a chance to share our beliefs, Lord, to share our ideas. And hopefully, Lord, um, they will en- enlighten us and give us a better understanding of you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Um, so I'm I'm hearing what everybody is saying, and there was one word you said when you defined the definition of religion. You said relationship. That's a very important word because um, – a little background about myself. I've been in the church for 19 years. Um, I, I, when I first came into the church, I had recently came off a crack. Um, my first two years in the church, I smoked weed. It wasn't until two years after that the Lord blessed me that I was able to stop. And I've been saved for 19 years, and I'm not religious. Let me say that again. I've been saved for 19 years. I'm a minister. I am not religious. Um, I I am a child of God. And what happens is you don't want to be in a religious state of mind as opposed to having a relationship with him. So what happens is a lot of people are disenfranchised with the church because the first thing they don't understand is people are people, okay? And when people come to the church, everybody comes in with scars. They come in broken. They come in hurt because this is the way Jesus told us to come in, and this is the this is the reason Jesus went to the cross is for our sins. So because of those sins, when we come into the church environment, we're broken, we got issues, we got problems, we got frustration. This is what the church is made of. Issues, people got problems. Just because I'm in the church, it doesn't mean I don't have issues. So let's 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 establish that. So when the people come into the church, they're bringing everything in there with them. When I came into the church, I brought a a, a, a thirteen just getting out of a thirteen year crack habit with me into the church. Um. I was I was still on drugs, so I brought that into the church. So what happens is when we come into the environment of the church, you're going to have people that are going to be uh, broken. They're going to be spiritually bankrupt. Now, I do understand that as you mature in the church, there should be some change, okay? There should be something about you as God sanctifies you. The word sanctification means uh, that as a result of me coming to the Lord, 
as a a result of me having a relationship with God, there's there's a change in my life, okay? The things I used to do, I don't want to do them anymore. The things I used to like to do, I don't want to do them anymore. So as sanctification happens, there should be some evidence, there should be some change in, first of all, the way we treat ourselves and then the way we treat each other, okay? So one of the reasons why a lot of people are disenfranchised with the church is because they view people as hypocrites. And I do understand that because every once in a while in the church, you know, I look at people and and I see certain uh, aspects of their personality that you can consider ungodlike. But as I've matured, I've learned something about um, my relationship with God. What I try not to do is I try not to focus so much on the people. Um, we were discussing this uh, a couple of weeks ago in Power of Power or Church School. We was we were discussing the fact that we shouldn't be so judgmental of people's flaws and issues and problems because we all got them. Everybody who comes into the church can person. Even if you've been there 20 years, you still got issues. You still got problems. Even a pastor, you know what I'm saying? We look at the pastor and we think that this is a person that's above having issues and problems. He's not. He's a person just like we all are. So the the reason we come to God is so, first of all, I can live a better quality of life. Because when, 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 when you come to the Lord, what, what, the, what the Word of God is supposed to do, the Word of God gives you instructions to enhance your quality of life. And and if you really start studying the Bible, what the, what it what it will it will do for you, it'll give you a, a a view of who the Lord is and how He wants us to live. Okay, so one of the one of the best things to do as you come into the church is not to focus so much on people, because this is where the disenfranchised uh, it, this is where it comes from. Because instead of being focused on God and what my relationship with him should be so he can change me, we get focused on the people. When, okay, when we're that, focused okay, on that is God, good for you to say. But, and right. I hear all that that you're saying, but when people do come into this, regular ordinary people, they want to come to church, they might hit like a, the song, the music, because let's keep it real. Baptist Christians, we get down, we sing the songs, you feel the spirit, it's whatever. It's, 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 it's um, contagious. So people, they right. cry, they feel like, oh, the songs are good. But when all that goes away and then people kick in, how do you, how do you get people to say, you know what, I want to go to church. I want to be... I want to be a part of this Christianity or this religious thing that they're all talking about. Because if you you don't know, God. It's so hard to do because, first of all, the church is supposed to be God's house, correct? Or am I wrong? You're right. That's where we praise him. I praise our Heavenly Father. How am I supposed to praise my Heavenly Father? It's God's people, his children, supposed to be my brothers and sisters, are judging me. Why are y'all so judgmental? That's my whole thing. It's just that in the church, it's so judgmental. 
like that's supposed to be a house where anybody of any race, sexual orientation, anybody's supposed to be welcome, no matter what, because what we're not God, we can't judge people. But church people, like church people, do it all the time. They judge people, and it's just that's what turns people off from churches. They get judged. Well, that's actually where religion comes in. So when when you talk about religion, and, and remember what I told you, I'm not religious. <laughs> and I really try to make that clear because religion says this, and this is the problem of the church, and this is why a lot of them are so judgmental. Religion says as long as I look the part, it's okay. I don't have to actually be it. So when the people come in, the people are seeing people who are going to judge them. They're seeing people who are going to look at them in a funny way. The, the, the best thing to do when you come in there is you pray to the Lord to, to hook you up with people who really are his children. You pray to the but, Lord to point you. Go ahead, go ahead Pamela. But, 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 who is there? Go ahead. Oh. I'm oh, sorry. Um, my name is Vanessa. I work with um, Pam. Okay. Um, nice to meet you, Pastor. But uh, let's minister. just say, minister. I'm sorry, Minister. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> let's just say I'm a broken person, correct? And I'm looking for guidance, and I want to go to a church, and I don't know anyone, right? And someone. I catch someone's attention, and they're like, okay, I'm going to help this person because I feel like the Lord told me to. But then when you have this person that's supposed to be guiding you, per se, and this person has been in the church for so many years, does things that makes the person that is broken question them, how am I supposed to rely on the church to help me if I can't even trust the person that's supposed to be helping me? Like, I'm going to you... give you an example. I have a friend. Um, she had just came to my church, and um, we have a van system in the church. Um, the van system is to take people home and make sure, especially women, get home safe because we know a lot of stuff goes on in the street with women. So this friend uh, was in the van with a minister. He had been in the church a long time sitting in a pulpit, everything. So one particular day they were going, and the uh, he told her to come sit up in the front seat with him. So as she's sitting up in the front seat, he saw a sexual advance toward her to the point where she had to jump out of the van as it was rolling. So um, as a result of that, she was about to leave the church, and what happened was some good people stepped in and they were able to guide her to uh, a better uh, state of mind or whatever you want to call it. So the thing is, this stuff's going to happen in the church. It, 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 it's unavoidable. And, and that's, that's the sad part, and that's the sad reality of the church, because as I said, you do have broken people in there. You have sometimes you have broken people in high places. And, Hopefully what will happen if you do encounter somebody that has that, hopefully God will step in. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. But the whole thing about the church is not about 
it's 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 not mostly about me um the relationship with the people, even though that's a very important thing. It's more about my relationship with God. And if my relationship with God is strong, if I have that that relationship where I'm truly connecting with him, when the people come with with the issues and the problems or whatever, God willing, I will start to get strong enough to handle it, even if I'm a new person in the church. Even if I've just come in there, because I want God more than I want nonsense, what happens is, as a result of my relationship, as a result of the Holy Spirit coming in me, I'm learning to push past the problems and the issues that I see, just like in life. In life, if we have a problem, in life, if we want something and we want it bad enough, what happens is there's going to be opposition. There's going to be problems. A lot of times there's going to be major problems, but we learn to push past those problems to get what we want. So in the church, it's the same thing. It, 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 what Jesus says is Jesus doesn't say, when you come to me, everything is going to be all right. Jesus doesn't say, when you come to me, all the people are going to be good. He actually says the opposite. He says, you're going to face persecution. You're going to face obstacles. You're going to face things that that the devil is going to send your way or the enemy to make you say, no, I don't want that. Because that's his job. The enemy's job is to get into the people closest around you, whether it's your family, whether it's church members, might be leaders in the church, to do whatever he can to dissuade you from having a relationship with God because he knows a relationship with God is going to enhance your life to the point where now certain things that used to bother me don't bother me anymore. Now certain things that I encounter, now I have a a, a strength now that I can actually face those things and and see God's guidance, and he will give me things that will actually get me past those obstacles. Okay, that's great, and I and I hear all that you're saying. But we're talking about when it comes to religions to our younger generation, those that are, and I'm not going to say they're confused, but people that have situations with their sexuality, people that are fighting drugs, people that are feeling gloom or dark or depressed or whatever they're feeling. I have experienced it at my own church home. When I come in, if I haven't been there for a while, don't come to me and tell me, oh, you backsliding. How about, how are you doing? Is everything okay? It's obviously I'm not there for a reason. Don't come at me like, oh, you backsliding. You don't know. what I could have been in a hospital. I could have been sick. And that's another thing when it comes to religion. I feel, and this is my own personal opinion, I'm not calling anybody out. I, didn't, I don't tell nobody what church I belong to, but I feel <laughs> things are done. Stop laughing. Things are done where it's on a monetary thing. I feel if you give enough to the church, oh, you want to get a position in the church. That's how I feel. I, I'm not saying it's true, but I've seen it in a lot of different churches. It's like that. I don't know if you remember whatever show that was, where they show all these pastors, like in L.A. and in Atlanta. These yeah, dudes that was the like, L.A. Yeah, the, uh, the 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 Louis Vuitton. I'm not saying you're not supposed to have stuff, but 
they're saying the reason why they are, they are so blessed because they're doing what God says. That's not in the Bible. So you let the world see that. The first thing somebody going to say is, yeah, all my signs went to him getting his Louis Vuitton and his entourage. Because that's what it looks like. Like, I heard, and this is from somebody that I know personally goes to Creflo Dollar's church, that everybody gets a bank card for the church. And their tithing is not 10%, it's actually 20%. And in order to get in the church, wow. you have to slide your card. And if your card says denied, that means you're not wow. up to date on your tithes. You can't go in a church? Well, the Mormon, like, the Mormon church. The Mormon church. Wait, 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 wait. The Mormon <laughs> church has been like that for years. That if you're not up to date with your ties, you slide. That's where he got that from, probably. Because they've been like that wow. for a, a couple of decades. They've been, you slide your cards. If you're not up to date in your ties, you cannot come to church. Now, again, that is religion. That is a, right. that is a perfect definition right, but it, but, of religion. But that's what I'm and, saying. Like, but that's horrible because people are not going to come to church. They're going to be like, yo, I'm not giving my money to get new shoes. Sorry to, sorry to cut off. Well, the thing like, is, my, oh, go ahead, brother. My, go opinion, ahead. my opinion is this. Religion is another way for people to feel like they're a part of something. That's how I feel, and that's just, I feel like that's the truth. It's just another way for people to say they're a part of something because also with the people of God who like I'm also my main problem is who are you to judge me and who are you to tell someone that they are going to hell? You're not this is not judgment day. I'm not me and my savior. Because I see a lot of people that are let me not uh there's like all right, with the whole sexual orientation thing with gays go to hell and this, that now that's what I guess it says in the Bible. I'm not Gay or nothing. I'm a straight male, but I just feel like that's not right. You can't tell somebody when they go to church because they're gay, they can't be there. Or even if you're here saving, uh, serving our Father, you're going straight to hell. How do you know that? God is a forgiving God. That could be their only sin, and God could forgive them for that. That's what my main thing is. It's just the people judging and telling someone, you're going to hell for this, you're going to hell for that. Like, I just don't like that about religion, church people at all. Well, uh, uh, let me let me first um, respond to Creflo Dollar. Um, the whole thing about that is you do have some churches, you do have some pastors, you do have some religious leaders who are uh, fleecing the flock or whatever you want to call it. Don't go to that church. If I'm going to a church, if I'm going someplace and they switch it up, say my church, say I came in next week. And my pastor goes, we're going to have cards now, and if you ain't up to date in your tithes, then you can't come to church. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm out. I'm, I'm leaving there, and I'm going to go find someplace that's, that's worshiping God for real. Because, see, there's a, there's a real way where you worship God. It's not about money. And, and, and it's a problem that, that a lot of Christians have, uh, gotten to that point, but that's nothing new either, because you got to understand that in the in the Bible, that was the problem Jesus had with the religious leaders of that day. They were doing the same thing. It's nothing new. They were they were fleecing the people, taking widows' money. 
they were uh, charging uh, an enorm- enormous amount of uh, of interest. So it's it's nothing new. And what the Lord tries to tell you is, I will give you what you need, so you will not fall victim to those type of people. The second thing is, when it comes to um, gays or stuff like that, um, actually, that's in the Bible. What it, what it says is, they will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. The problem with religious people is the way they try to minister to those to those type of people. The only way you should come at anybody coming into the church, no matter what their sin is, no matter where they've been, no matter what uh, uh, whatever they're going through, whatever, because first of all, we all come in with problems. We all come in broken. We all come in with issues. As you mature, your job is to say, brother, this is what God did for me. All I want to do is give you Jesus. So hopefully, hopefully, what will happen uh, uh, as certain people start to mature in Jesus is the mindset and maybe uh, the the way we approach people with it will change. Again, to me, religion is bondage. To me, religion is um, putting my views and my ideas for my traditions on the way I want you to be. And that's not God's way. God's way says, come to me the way you are. God's way says, I will give you what you need. God's way says, I will uh, 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 point you to people who are going to bless you instead of hurt you. That's God's way. And what I found in my life, in my church, um, I'm blessed. Because in my church, people don't come to me with nonsense. Maybe it's just the way I am, uh, uh, the way God has blessed me. Maybe it's a combination of both. But I rarely see the nonsense because people don't come to me with that. I know I'm blessed. It doesn't happen to everybody. But my thing is if you go to that setting with a mindset where I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm, I'm searching for God. And that's all I want. All the rest of the stuff that's here, I'm not here for that. And what happens is the Lord will strengthen you to the point where when the stuff comes at you, because it's not it's not, not going to come. you got to understand that. And this is where um, a lot of people don't understand. Just because we're in church, it doesn't mean nonsense is not going to be there. Just because I'm yeah, in okay. church, it doesn't mean that some of the leaders ain't going to be crazy. Some of the people ain't going to be crazy. You're going to encounter people okay. in the church just like in the world. The, 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 the hopefulness of it is that when I come, I'm asking the Lord to bless me so I can get better. I'm asking the Lord to bless me so I can get sin out of my life, so I can have a different mindset when I approach people that I can have a, a, a thing where I want to help people. So what happens is when that type of uh, uh, mentality and that type of, of focus comes into your mind, what happens is people are going to see that. And people okay. are going to respond to that where but, they're not coming at you in a, in a certain way. I, uh, I hope that makes some sense. But I have a question. 
Now, I know right. we've, been, we've been talking about, um, well, not a question, more like a statement. Um, I know we've been talking about the people, but I'm really what I deflect from the church is the religion itself. And what I mean is the Bible, um, the scripture, the things that manipulate people to do things. Like, um, more for me, it's like, and the Bible says, oh, you have, you got to go to church, you got to do this. But some people are introvert, which means they, they have to stay home because they don't like being around people. Um, there's people that are scared to go outside. There's, there's so many reasons why people don't go to church because, um, I don't know, they have a bad experience or whatever the case may be. Now, do you think that because we don't go to church and we don't do things and stuff like that, um, you think that, um, I'm sorry, um, Jesus, is, was it, I'm sorry, it was in my head. Um, you think you that, <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just, um, it's like I want to say it, hold on a second, sorry guys, um, you think it's wrong that we don't go to church, that you think that people are just going to judge us like that? Like, just for no apparent reason, like, you think, like, you know, like, my friend, when he said, you know, about sexuality, we're going to get judged by that. Like, who are you to judge me? If I, if I believe in God, but I'm home all the time, you know, you, I'm going to go to hell? What, what are you to do? You, well, if that makes it's, sense. It's, 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 it's not that simple, because the word says this. The word says, if you confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you are saved. That's it. If I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart, I'm saved. That's it. That, that, it's, it's no past that. Now, what, what the Word of God does is the Word of God gives you the mind of God. The Word of God gives you the way God thinks and the way he hopes that we can come to be. So what the people, what, what, what religion does, and, and again, it's been doing it from the beginning, is religion takes the word of God, and you're right, it uses it to manipulate people. What happens is when you confess the Lord Jesus um, Christ with your mouth and you believe that God raised them, the spirit of God comes to rest on you. When the Spirit of God comes to rest on you, now when you read the Scriptures, the Lord will bless you with revelation on what's right in the Scriptures. So what happens is now when I encounter somebody that's trying to use it to manipulate me, I can tell them, no, you're wrong. I can tell them, no, that's not right, and I'm not doing that. Now, if I am in a place where they say, well, if you're not going to do that, you can't be here, I'm not going to be there. No problem. I'm leaving. I'm out. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the Lord to bless me, to send me to a place that's rightly dividing the word of God. And when he sends you to that place, again, <laughs> you're going to find people in there that are going to be, it's just a, it's just the nature of life. Everywhere you go, you're going to find people that are off. Everywhere you go, you're going to find mean people. I don't care where you're at. But what will happen is when he sends you to the right place, you will get fed. 
And that seeding will help you to grow as a person. That seeding will help you to um, look at the world for what the world really is. Because what happens is the world system or and um the world system is controlled by Satan. That's we, we and that's evidence has showed that the, this world system is controlled by Satan. That you don't have to look no no further than our number forty fifth president to see that that's true. Okay. So what, <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm I'm agree with that. him with that one. No I'm, so, I'm I'm agree so, with him with that one. The world system even... is designed to keep us blind. The world system is designed to keep us divided from God. So what the world system does is infiltrate everything. Divide and conquer is the best way to be anybody. They've been doing it to black people since existence. So what happens is the enemy comes into the church. Like Pastor, he said it yesterday, the devil can only work through a host. So what he does is he comes into the church through people who allow him to come in. What I've learned is, as the Lord has built me up through studying the Bible, through fellowshipping with his people, through prayer, through fasting, through everything that's incorporated with having a relationship with him, not religion, what happens is when those people come at me, I don't have to scream at them, I don't have to yell at them, because it's very rare they do come. It's very rare, and I just say, blah, 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 blah. That's it. I'm not arguing with you. I'm not fighting with you. If you don't like it, that's not my concern. I'm going to do it with as much love as I can because we both got to function in this church, but I don't want that. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here for church for uh, people to bully me because my church is just a lot of bullies in me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not here to give you all of my money because I got to live too. So as the Lord prompts me to give, I get it. I get it. If the Lord, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. One day I was in the church and I had went to the bank. I got a hundred dollars out, and I had a hundred dollars in my pocket. I had maybe fifteen ten dollars more. I took the hundred dollars out of the bank for a bill. And so I got to the church that night, and the preacher's up there, not my pastor, but one of the preachers, he said, oh, everybody give, it a, give a hundred dollars. So I went in my pocket, <laughs> the, Lord, the Lord spoke to me and said, you ain't giving them that hundred dollars? That ain't for them. That's for a bill. He said, pull five dollars out your pocket. I pulled five dollars out of my pocket. I gave it to him. Okay. A couple of years later, we were in a men's conference, and um, uh. Uh, I forgot his name. Um, ah, I can't remember his name. But and he got up there, and I know that this is a sincere man of God. And he said, I didn't even know I was going to do this. He says, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, Mr. Kelly. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you for, every, for even being a part of this show. But right now, we do have to go on a commercial break. Thank you once again, Ellen. Everybody stay put because we have another topic. I just got to play a song. This is Lego. Just hold on with reverse.
want a minute so that I can know your name. But all that ass you shaking, you can't really put no blame on me. Everybody want a piece, so they all acting the same. I know you nice and neat, but tonight you ain't no dame. Bounce with it, bounce with it, put it in reverse. Pounding it, pounding it, put her in a hearse. Drowning it, drowning it, putting in that work. Bounce with it, bounce with it, put it in reverse. Girl, you could be mine, I know that you down the ride. I see it in your eyes that you wanted to get down tonight. Got all these baby looking like that nigga gonna hit it right. Like, yeah, what, huh? Yeah, baby, no, I hit it right. Move it slow, move it slow. Get it on your tiptoes, out your mo, out your mo. Bend down and hit the flow, on the low, on the low. Shit, you on your free toe. Where'd you go, where'd you go? Damn, girl, you dropped the low. Pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. Don't worry about shit, bust it open, make it sloppy. Hit me up at one and you can meet me in the lobby. You finna make it big and ain't nobody gonna stop it. Huh. Pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. Don't worry about shit, bust it open, make it sloppy. Hit me up at one and you can meet me in the lobby. You finna make it big and ain't nobody gonna stop it. I just want a minute so that I can know your name. With all that ass you shaking, you can't really put no blame on me. Everybody want a piece, so they all act the same. I know you nice and neat, but tonight you ain't no dame. Bounce with it, bounce with it, put it in reverse. Pounding it, pounding it, put it in a hearse. Drowning it, drowning it, put it in that work. Bounce with it, bounce with it, put it in reverse. All right, that was Lega in reverse. He hails from the Bronx. Great new underground artist. He's doing big things. He will be at the booth on it, October the 27th. Um, also, we're going to have some more artists. Our next subject, I want to first thank Minister Kelly for being on the show and giving us his perspective on religion. And he's also going to be back for other subjects, too. Um, also, intentions, what you want to say? Like you were saying, I want to thank Minister Kelly as well as a man of the church coming and speaking and giving his opinion. I'm not going to lie. I thought it was going to be a little bit different, but thank you. He's a down-to-earth minister. Yes. Right now, we are talking about PrEP, which is a pre-exposure prophylactic that they have invented. It's on the market. If you have unprotected sex, it's not about pregnant. It's about preventing you from getting HIV. And it says it's a way for people who do not have HIV but who are at um, substantial risk of getting it to prevent HIV infection by taking a pill every day. The pill, brand name, contains two medicines that are used to co- in a combination with other medications excuse me, uh, medications to treat HIV. When someone is exposed to HIV through sex or injection, injection drug use, these medications can work to keep the virus from establishing a permanent infection. When taking constantly prepped, has been shown to reduce the risk of, of HIV infection in people who are at high risk by up to 92%. PrEP is much, much less effective if it is not taken consistently. But PrEP is powerful 
HIV prevention tool and can be a combination with condoms and other prevention methods to provide even greater protection than when used alone. But people who use PrEP must commit to taking the drug every day and seeing their health care provider for follow-up every three months. Now, I need to know where all of you think on your mics are on. Just jump in at any time. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Nothing. Well, it's a double-ended sword because it gives teenagers, like, if they do exactly. opt to give them to them or, um, you know, promiscuous um, prostitution, things like that. I understand it's for protection. Totally get it. I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Totally 100% for it. But on the reverse and the on the con side, it gives more people to be more promiscuous, gives them to be this more is, risky. This, okay. And if, they miss, if yeah. they miss a dose, they're screwed. So, you know. But this is my whole thing. Exactly. I feel that this should be on the market for rape victims, if you are in the medical field and you make a mistake and get a sick, oh my God. that's what I feel. Yeah. I don't care what you say because you should be more responsible and laying down on who it's you have like birth control. It's not just like birth control. Birth control get off the market. Then. Not be having birth sex. control should be off oh my the market. God. I'm just, this is what, no, 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 listen, 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 what I'm saying to you is be mindful. Just because somebody look good don't mean it's good. Just because candy looks good in a bathroom don't, don't mean it's good. That. No one's saying that. But you're but arguing. they protect yourself rapidly or right. don't do it. It's just it's just like birth control. No, it's what not. You, why is no. it not? Okay, let me let me explain to you why it's like just like birth control. You wanna hear why? God. Because when someone's on birth control, they don't wanna have babies, correct? Do you find anything wrong with that? If you're married, no. Oh, if you're married. But well, we live in the real world. You're asking, me, you're asking me my opinion. And I'm explaining to you we live opinion. in the real world. And I'm explaining to you, you're not, you're not letting me talk. When I'm explaining to you, we live in a real world where people don't have sex when they're only married. Okay? Now, it's just like when, when you take birth control, when, when people take birth control, when women take birth control, it's because they don't want to have a baby. We're not telling the, the the prep is not telling people to go have unprotected sex and you know you know and do all this stuff and just take the pill. It's just another safe way because condoms are not guaranteed protection. It's not yeah, fully but you guaranteed. should not be having sex with every. You should be in a monogamous relationship. That's all I'm, I'm not, saying. Okay, so, and I'm all right, not saying so, okay, in the real world, yes, it's wait, not. Wait, wait, what, wait, let me finish. Wait, wait, let me finish. Wait, no, 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 no. I'll let you speak. Let me, let me say this. Are you Let me wait. So, okay, wait. So, let me say this. Let him, let him finish. You're just throwing it in as in if you're just having sex with everybody. Let's say you fall in love with somebody, right? Person you love, y'all don't want to have sex till y'all married. Turns out the person that you're in love with has HIV. You did everything right, but they have HIV. Now it's all what? Huh? I'm not talking about having sex with everybody. What if the person you fell in love with, you didn't know, and they had HIV? Now what? What you going to tell me then? Explain it. Come on. Talk. First of all, before we even go to having sex and we're about to get married, that's something different. I'm talking about these little, okay, I work in the medical field. Oh. And we see. We see all the stuff that's out there. Benicia, am I right? Uh, yeah. 
It's not answering the question. Okay. So what I'm saying okay, is, so. is oh, that's an extenuating circumstance. If we have an 804 on, I'm going to bring a caller up. Caller, you are up now. Please introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Joe. How you doing? Hi. Welcome to the show. Hello. All right. All right. What is your comment? Uh, <laughs> all right. So I, I'm going to weigh in on both sides. All right. So I've been listening okay. to the guy and listening to you. All right. One, the pill sounds like something that could make, you know, could help out a lot, benefit a lot of people if you're into that whole monogamy thing. All right. That's a great, you know, that's, that's a good aspect of it. However, come on, we're all human beings here. We're all go, we run rampant, go crazy, sex drive through the roof. Definitely not monogamous and definitely, you know, would like to just deviate and, you know, no, nobody... I mean, you have, like, very few that are monogamous, but you have those who just run rampant. I mean, that it's kind of like a basic contraceptive buy over the counter. Mom's just going to sign it and just say it's a basic form of birth control uh, control with added bonus. Okay. So you think it's good for this prep thing? I think it's good, yes, but I think the idea or the intent of it would be bad. I think, or not bad, misunderstood, misconstrued. Yes. Word. exactly what you're saying. It's a good idea, but you can't control. We live, we live in a messed up like world. Like people are gonna do what they want regardless. Like people gonna go have sex with whoever they want. There's some people that go have sex with everybody, and if they want to use prep, oh, well, that's there it I'm is. not saying it's great, <laughs> but you gonna use it because what? It's another preventive to keep you safe, keep you here another day. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing. I'm just saying, do you think it's I mean, I a, see, a worthy I, ideal? I, Go ahead, Benicia. I'm sorry. I see, no, but I see where Pam is coming from. Like, don't get me wrong, you know, incentive. You have, like, a like a perfect, because, you know, reality world sucks. They do whatever they want. Yeah, totally get it. But also, I also see her side because of the negativity and everything, and it should be more available to people that actually need it, again, Rape victims, people that work in the medical field, somebody, but because it's now it's so vulnerable and they say now it's free, then it's fine. But again, like I said, it's a double ended sword. Everybody's like, yeah, it's and great. It's, uh, but it's can, can I say something? Like, you have to be a, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, um, first, I want to answer uh, what was the, what's the brother's name that has been on with us? Joe. Um, yeah, he said he said that what if you're in a monogamous relationship and you want to get married and you find out the person has HIV? Okay, um, <laughs> first of all, if you're in a relationship with somebody and you're about to get married, my thing is I'm taking you to the hospital. We both going to get tested Thank before you. we do anything. But not that's number one. So like that. therefore, that stuff doesn't even matter in that discussion because you're using your brain. You're using sense. That's number one. Number two, um, we do live in a messed up world. We 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 live in in a place where people are gonna come up with all types of stuff so they can do whatever they want. That's the world we live in, and you're right. The, the issue is it's up to the individual to say what type of life that I, do I want to live. So it's going to be consequences whether you use it or whether you don't use it. I kind of agree with Pam. I, 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 I believe that this stuff 
to be used for people who really need it for medical purposes. Because what happens is once you introduce this to the public, it does give people to say, I can do whatever I want because now there's no consequences. So okay, because wait, we live wait, in – hold on, let me, let me finish now. Let me finish now. Because we live in a world where people don't uh, value consequences or they don't look at what is the consequence of if I do this because you can believe that that pill ain't going to work 100% of the time either. It's not. It's gonna be just like anything else that they come up with. Because birth control don't work all the time. Condoms don't work all the time. So it's up to the individual to say what type of life am I gonna lead. And when we do that, then none of this stuff is 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 even becomes a matter. If that makes any sense. It makes sense. And like I said, I, me and Venetia work in a medical field, and my thing is this. Because we see so much. I see 17, 18, 19-year-olds coming. They have viral load, which means they already got HIV, which means they already screwing all over. I mean, it's sad. We see this. And then the whole thing is on on the weekend, they come in from Jersey because they don't want people in their neighborhood to know they got it. So they think because Mm. they come over the bridge to get their blood work done, Oh. They're not gonna know that. Oh, what they viral load is. I'm like, we look at the diagnosis, so we see this on a regular basis, and it pisses me off. Cause I'm like, this kid is 16 years old. You really think he gonna tell the next person he lay with? I got HIV. Nope. Okay. Um, real question, real quick. Yeah, so, but you should be having that. Yeah, I before, feel not that I'm, I'm a chime in. Can I chime in for a second? Hey, so that you brought up a very valid point. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna chime in on that. So like, you're talking about. You've seen that at, at a young age. Well, here, I'm going to throw a controversial statement out there. I got one for you. If, it's, if you're seeing it that young, then the parents are failing to provide insight on their kids and what's dangerous out in the world. Clearly, there's irresponsible people, and therefore, then this, is where the, this is where I flip the script and say that at the same time, I don't think that it should be offered out freely like that because then it just becomes the next Trojan condom. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then to caveat That's to the, my point. And it's a caveat to the other guy saying it's true. You know, you don't you don't want to run around here sleeping with everything left and right. You get married. It's, look, I hate to bring, I hate to be kind of cheesy and funny at the same time, but having the sex now is like buying a car. You got to have papers. You got to figure out who you can trust and who you can't trust. Thank you get a lemon, you. you're going to get a lemon. You but get a good car. Get a with car pack. <laughs> Wait, you can contain HIV to a ki- through a kiss? No, you cannot. Yes, you can. Oh my god. It's, no, you cannot. It's, oh, my God. No, you cannot. I learned about that's it. I did research. An open mouth kiss, can, you can also contain HIV. It's not. If you have sores in If they have an open sore, if they have an open sore in your mouth, if you have any cut. That's the way a cut, like a blood thing that goes in, it doesn't just come from a kid. Like, I'm in the medical field for over 20 years. No, you don't get it from just like that. And that doesn't even matter. Again, a kiss is a kiss. We're talking listen, about, for example, li- listen, can I chime in real quick about an HIV? Okay, so I had a, a case a while back, and um, I was doing their blood work. I had the regular clothes on and everything, and I had only my sleeve up a quarter, just a little bit, so it showed just a little bit of my skin. And this patient, unfortunately, was diagnosed with HIV. And we do take really, really strict 
precautions when it comes to something like that. So, you know, I had all my gear on and and I put the needle in and sometimes the pressure is so so much in the vein that once you put the needle in, it spurts out. It spurted and it hit my my bare skin. When I tell you I freak out, I freaked out. But then in my mind, I remember it's just on my skin. I don't have a cut. Right. There's nothing wrong. Right. Exactly. There, every everything still, is fine. I don't have to worry still, about it. Exactly. But still, in the medical field, when that happens to us, we must report it. And if the right. doctor feels that we need to take exactly. COVID, that we have to take it, then that should be offered to us. Because what? Right. It wasn't something that. We, and I'm not but saying I re- that. But I reported oh, because it. I reported it. it. Exactly. But I'm just you know, not saying. Like I'm just saying. I feel like. Yeah, I just feel like we giving them a like ammunition just to be irresponsible. Even though they are right now, and I know because teen pregnancy and all this other stuff. <coughs> excuse me, their pregnancy. We talking about your life. I mean, we see too many thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and y'all think we are joking. We see them every day, all day with viral loads, and I'm sitting there like, what? I'm like, are you right. kidding me? I mean, I'm looking at this. And that's baby. why we need the pill. What pill? But this and this pill is not free for everybody. It's a very expensive prophylactic. It's not free. And if you and have the money for it, for every day for go like get it. Months. And if you, but if you, you don't, the then what? Go get it. But if, if you, you don't, don't then, then you have, what? Of course, it's just, just like when you don't have enough money for a condom, you don't have sex. <laughs> like, that's what, easier said than done. Says all hey, the mamas and says all. It's the same thing. It's like, yeah. It is look, not. Look, 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 look. If you look, look, I'm, listen, everybody on this is probably older than me. I'm only 20 years old. I've seen. Yeah, we're all older That's what I'm saying. I've seen, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I've saw and, like, I've done witness so many things when it comes. When y'all hear about a pill like this, it's like, well, about time for the simple fact of, I what saw about time? because we need to prevent HIV and not everybody. I'm a time on with not, the just, yeah, but, but I'm a time with the guys that are my like, I'm just like I'm just like y'all when it comes to safe sex and go get tested because yes, I'm just like that. I believe in all that. I don't just have sex with anything. Like uh, you feel me? I believe if you have sex, you're supposed to be in love. Yes, but oh, what y'all, Lord. But what, like. <laughs> Y'all not, I'm being realistic. We need the pill. Like we live in the real world. Like, all right, I went to campus. I'm a college student. I've done seen like you get what I'm trying to say. I'm we need the pill. Like we need it. It's bad out here. Like really living in this real world, we need it. Like I'm okay, just saying, I'm not saying we need it. Like it's needed. Hold on. Can I say something else? Kelly, hold on. Okay. It's not that we. It's not that we need the pill. See, you, you got to understand from from the the last discussion we had, it ties into this discussion because remember what I told you, the enemy is going to do whatever he can to keep you living in a state to where you're living a, a defeated <laughs> lifestyle. So when you're sleeping around with this one, that one, and and you're living the way this culture tells you to live, what happens is when you're seeing all this stuff, you go, yeah, we need that, because that's the mindset of the culture. So what has to change is not the pill that we need. It's a different mindset that we need. 
a mindset well, that says, you know what, we got to start taking this stuff seriously. We got to start taking um, um, having a relationship with another person seriously. And when that happens, then when, when you meet somebody, your first mindset isn't, I want to sleep with that person. And I do understand when you're young, because um, I was young too. You know, when I was young, I wanted to do this, that, and the other. But even when I was young, I still had a mindset that to me this stuff is serious. And to me it's, it's, it's not about having things so I can do stuff. So what has to change is not giving us medication. What has to change is the mindset of the people at that point, then you won't see these young kids coming in here with these viral infections. Then you won't Minister see Kelly, these. Thus, what you're saying is correct. But to, but guess what? People like you with that great mind, people like us around this world that have great minds like that, society won't let us have power to do that. So our no, people, that's it's, that is the truth. Society won't let us have no, power no, no, to no, do no. that. What happens? See, what so happens true. is this. Let me, let me let me say this. It's not about society giving you power. See, that's a, again. This is when we look at the world and we say because they have the power, we can't do nothing. That is not true. We can reach these young people. What we have to do is we just gotta find a way to do it. That's all. That's all it is. It's not really hard to reach them. It's just you got to get to a place where you can start talking to them. You can start, and you can do that on a one-on-one basis. You can find young okay, people but, and just talk to them. We, okay, but, yeah, but at the, at the, can, I, let me, can I say one thing? Let me say one thing. Hey, so, okay, just a uh, minute, minute. I didn't hear you last time. I'll just call you minister if that's all right. Minister Kelly, The yeah. problem with it, <laughs> Mr. Kelly, okay. Sorry. The uh, the thing is is the world isn't isn't like like how you described it in your your first little half of your segment of speech. The problem huh. is is you have kids raising kids. You have young yeah. young parents that don't know what they're doing, don't know how to teach their kids from right and wrong. So that mindset of saying we have to change, the world, that that's already been that's already taken place and transpired. Now what needs to happen is adults raising kids. Not children raising children, not irresponsibilities taking a, you know, taking a, you know, being a third upon the youth and thinking and thinking that it's it's the right thing to to do and, you know, the the whole finding that one that one person, I mean that that whole mentality, I mean that varies in like one of every three possibly. That's pr- that's about a a good odd nowadays considering that. You know, you have every swinging Dick and Tom and Jane out there wanting to get it You're on right. at every given second. But <laughs> at, at the end of the day, it, it reverts back to how you were raised as a as a person. You know, do you respect, exactly. do you hold values? So that's that's, that's where it true. comes into play of reverting back and changing. People could change. The whole society has right. changed. doesn't mean it's changed for the good. And you're but right. That's what and I'm I saying. agree with you. But I, I agree with him 100%. Yeah, because he was saying about the parenting in the beginning, and I never got to trauma in on that. We have, like, two minutes left. But definitely the the, the parenting is there. Like, I was raised by two uh, um, southern parents, very strict. They were married. They don't play that. It wasn't, you know, three girls, no no brothers. So my dad and my mom did not play that. 
and Texas happens to be my son. So I laugh because, yeah, he talks a good game, but he knows. I am 50 years old, and thank God, the, the uh, morals that my parents instilled in me, I instilled in my boys, I'm not a grandmother. And everybody looks at me like, you're not a grandmother? No. Because none of my boys are what? Married. I don't say those things. It goes back to the to morals and God and everything else that you guys said in society, yes. And for me, I believe that all of these reality TV shows and stuff give kids the impression that, like the teen mom thing. Oh, it's okay to be Amen. on TV and right. you're and I'm going to be rich and famous and I'm going to raise my kids. No, jackass is showing you what you're not supposed to be doing. Like, you're not supposed to have a baby at 14. That's not good. Are you kidding me? But that even, is so abnormal. Not going to lie. Everything you guys are saying is true with the good parenting and everything. A good thing, I would have, like I said, I have a good good parent that raised me my morals right. But there's kids that have great parents that <coughs> morals are right, and they go out and still do the wrong. So and you're right. And that's, see, that's my thing. It's, it's something deeper than just parenthood. It's something deeper than we have to get to these kids. It's something deeper than that. That's what I'm saying. It's something way deeper we have it's so, what so is, what much is deeper it? than that. What is it? It's easier to find a scapegoat than to put like, out in society. The music, like, yeah. the video games, the mm-hmm. TV shows. Yes, yeah. everything. The Everybody video games, the music, it's TV, the culture. It's social the culture. media. It's just it is the culture, but my whole thing is, too, I just believe, like, when they started with that teen mom crap, I was appalled. I thought, you can't be serious. Like, you, you exactly. cannot be You know what they said? You know what they said? You know what happened there, right? It's another way to make money off of dumb people. There you go. Yeah, but what, what I'm saying money. is, but they, they ran out of TV follow, show ideas. Like, oh, I'm having. Yeah, I just, I, I just cannot. I can't wrap my brain around it. And it's Team Mom Two and Team Mom Three. I'm like, what are you doing? And like, Mom and, Ten. Is society on lost their mind? <laughs> okay, like yo, I can't. Like I just, I cannot. I couldn't even believe how y'all showing such a breakdown in the family. It's okay to be a teen and going to high school. Like, what happened to, like, your prom and you going on to see your trips? And I didn't even think about being pregnant when I was a teenager. Because, my because, exactly. Not, not to cut you off, because when you, when you guys were younger, everything that goes on now was so looked down upon. It was so, you get what I'm trying, if you were, if you were, uh, if you were pregnant, you stay home. Like you don't even want your family don't even want nobody to know that. If you're gay or something, you don't need to come out. You get what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. You just sit in because it was so looked down upon. But now everything is just being so accepted. Like everything is being so accepted. But you are because everybody's everybody scared. Everybody's yeah, scared of telling think... people how they feel nowadays. It's because of how soft everybody but is. I if I told you, so hey, you look I like just... an idiot. <laughs> It's true. That's the truth. That's true. Everybody's soft. Everybody's soft. No, but I can't. Like, every time I'm looking like, (laughs) I just look at it like, every time I turn around, somebody's like, yeah, I got a wife. What? Like, I'm looking at one like, you can't be serious. I'm dead. I always feel like, every day I'm shocked. Like, somebody else, oh, I got a wife. And I'm talking about females. What? Yeah. To me, like, like I said, to me, it's not shocking. It's just something I see every day. It's just another, like, it's, it's not shocking to me because that's how we, can, 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 how I, can I say one last thing? This is how we grew can up. how we grew up. Can I say one last thing? Let, yeah, let me sure. say one last thing. Okay. What, what, what happened, what happened is 
back in the days, a lot of bad stuff was frowned upon, just like the brothers said. And what happens is when things are put in your face all the time, then you just start accepting. Once you start accepting it, then it becomes normal. Once it becomes normal, now it's an afterthought. Now you're not even thinking about it because it's so part of our culture now. It's you, you, you don't even look at it that it's bad. It's just like when Gangster Rap first came out. I never forget when I first heard it, and it was NWA. They was like the first group that really came hardcore. And I said to my man, all these guys are doing is person. But what happened was they made it. They 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 infiltrated the the music industry with it till it became normal. Once it till it was accepted. Once it was accepted. Then it became normal. Once it was normal, now everything coming from our music is negative. Everything's negative. Everything's about sex, killing, drugs, and now we don't even look at it as bad. We're back in the days that was bad. We would never even think to talk about killing each other on a record. We would never even think about some of the stuff that's coming out, and that's the problem. That's why young people have the mindset that they do because they're in a culture now where bad is good and good is bad. That's in the Bible. Bad is good. They take bad, they make it good, and they take what's good, and they make it bad. That's the culture we live in now. We live in a I culture agree. Now, we live in a culture now that says um, you can replace sex with love. That's the culture. That's why a pill like this is infiltrated because we live in a culture that says, you can replace sex with love. You can't. People are trying to do it. It's not working. This is why everything now, uh, we were talking about this yesterday, it's out of order. It's out of order. So what happens is what I was saying is we got to start reaching these kids on a level to help them to see the culture for what it really is. You ain't going to save everybody. You can't. It's, it, it's just not going to happen. But you can, you can help some people. Okay, guys, listen, this was a tremendously good show. This was a very good show, but we're going to wrap this up, and I want to continue this conversation next Monday, so please, all of you guys, chime in from 9 to 10. This is the platform. I want to thank the gentleman at the 804 number. What's your name? Joe. Joe, please call us back next week because we have a lot to talk about. Minister Kelly, thank you. Venetia, you're always welcome. And pensions. You are great. I want to wrap it up. This is the platform. Please chime in next week, Monday, 9 to 10. We're going to talk about the same. We're going to bring up some more topics just like this. This is a great show. I want to say good night. Thanks again for chiming in. I'm going to end with Family Time, the remix, and I want to talk to y'all later. When you meet, everything everything Always there for you. And ride a die chick, and things go wrong. It doesn't make sense. He comes first, treat him just like a prince. Drugs in the house. Really, really, are you kidding? You had drugs in the house. Won't be.